Okay, guys, we're trying a different format here today. We are doing this short and sweet live episode with Dean and I talking about our thoughts, opinion, and feedback, not only on the lending market, but the real estate market, as well as what's going on and what to expect. This is a shorter episode, 20 minutes. I hope you enjoy it. Please make sure to give us feedback on the feedback channels. Of course, give us a like, give us a share, give us a rating if you're loving the episode, and uh, we'd love to hear from you soon. So, guys, enjoy the episode. What's up, guys? You are listening to the YBR Remo Show, where we talk all things Vancouver real estate and mortgages, take boring topics, and make them interesting. Make sure to stay tuned to listen to everything you need to know how to put cash back in your pocket, create wealth in real estate, and simplify the complicated. All right, welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying something a little bit different here today, and we might end up doing this on a monthly basis but we're going to try a little rapid fire shorter walk time podcast we're going to try to keep this to somewhere around 15 minutes and what we're going to do here is we're going to riff on some uh, topical uh, trends things are going on in the marketplace and what we're seeing you know the fact that we get an opportunity to help you know hundreds of families every single month gives us a unique opportunity to talk to not only hundreds and hundreds of real estate agents, but also look at different trends as it pertains to people's finances, some of the challenges that people are facing, and more importantly, look at different ways to problem solve. And that's our big thing over here is we're not just mortgage brokers just to get mortgages. We're out here trying to find the unique ways that we can help people better navigate their finances. So we, we thought it would be Key today to talk about something that's trending all over the news. I think every news article right now has gone from 180, man, like from literally, uh, I don't know, like a month ago where everything was talking about real estate being unattainable and going up like a hockey stick trend. And now I'm reading articles right now. The froth is over. Are we in for a recession? It's just so much interesting <laughs> how fast it changes, eh? Absolutely. It and that's just real estate. Like it's it's hard to ever really predict these things. They just kind of happen, and it's just instant. It, there's nothing is slow or gradual about these changes. It's literally just the next day. Everything is completely different. Um, and so, what do you got to do? You know, or what should you do? And and like these stats that we're you know we're going to look at, or we've been looking at for the for the better part of the morning here. They can scare some people based on, hey, is my is the value of my home going down? Oh my gosh, what should I do? Or or it could feel it could be really encouraging for people that are trying to get into the market or people that are trying to buy more real estate. It could be really encouraging to see that maybe there's gonna be a bit of a price reduction for some people. Um and so it's, I guess, how do you look at it from both sides and how do you take advantage of it from both sides? Yeah, I mean, okay, so let's just talk about what we're talking about here in terms of stats. So first and foremost, if you haven't been paying attention to the, the news of the real estate market, we tell you don't watch the news, so you're only listening to us anyways, right? Um, or, or some of the other local great podcasts that are out there. But nonetheless, we're talking about the fact that uh, in the last 30 days, we're going, we're going to date ourselves today. So April to May of 2022, we're seeing... Uh, quite literally double, triple, and three times quadruple the amount of houses or listings, that's uh, properties for sale, on the market than we saw literally two months ago. It's actually a phenomenal occurrence. Looking back to January, for example, in one particular city of detached homes in Surrey, we saw 296 listings. We see we see 709, right? That's over three, or well, almost three times, sorry, not over, almost three times the amount of listings. And what we've seen from that is a couple of things uh, which follow the trend map. Number one, uh, house the maximum house prices from back in January have declined a little bit. The average 
average around 100 to 150,000. Now I want to let you know, like first and foremost, these are averages. So that doesn't mean you're getting 150,000 bucks off a home. <laughs> but those are the extreme occurrences. And in some cases based on the multiple offer bids. And in addition to that, we've also actually, and this is interesting, we've seen less sales. And so the media is starting to really pick up on that and talk about that and scaring the crap out of consumers, uh, which we're our job here and our role here is to remember media is not there to help you. They're there to scare you. That's the goal. That's why you keep getting clicks. So I mean, walking through that, we I think it's a good idea for us to talk about why we're seeing, you know, more properties listed. Why are we seeing less sales? And is this a, a trend that we expect to continue? Now, before I get into that, Dean, really quickly, I just want to let every listener know these are just our opinions formed based on information, education, and what we've seen in the marketplace. But let, have at her, Dean. What are we thinking that we're going to see here going forward? Based on these months, you know, more inventory, less properties being sold. What that tells me is there's probably less buyers out there and more sellers. So it, it's definitely becoming a balanced market quickly. And in fact, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a seller's market by any means, but we're definitely in a ba balanced market where in the past, you know, you know, two years here, it's been 100% a seller's market in a big way. So you know, I've already seen it just in our business. We have seen a lot of our offers, almost all of our offers now have a subject to financing period where that was pretty much non-existent in the last, you know, year and a half. We're seeing homes being sold at asking price or just below asking price. That was unheard of in the last, you know, 18 months or so. So from, from that side of things, it definitely, you know, obviously it screams opportunity to me. Uh, and how do you take advantage of that? You know, that's that's kind of what we're talking about here. It's like, I mean, from from my perspective, as somebody that wants to grow my portfolio as a as an investor, I'm looking at that. OK, like this, this could be a good time to potentially find a deal. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, speaking of that and talking a little bit about that, let's talk a little bit about the reasons why this could be happening. Like you've mentioned right here, we talked a little bit about inventory. So, you know, again, whether you're in the industry or not in the industry and listen to the podcast here, we're just going to try to highlight the specifics around uh, how the inventory is affecting things and why we think that's not the only parameter. Now, there's conversations around fatigue buyer fatigue people are exhausted they've been out there searching and hunting and we saw a lot of our buyers actually giving up between february to april and you know truthfully it's only been dean what do you say the last week or so where we're getting a lot of these people that say okay i'm interested in talking again like let's get back at it so there was a little bit of a lag time and these these sales that we're looking at are based on the reported time so you know if someone's out there shopping right now and they haven't put their offer on a property or anything of that nature obviously that's not reporting yet so there was a buyer fatigue the second thing is i know we talked about this last year but people are enjoying life again, man. Spring break happened and I feel like that was the time like after spring break where, where we saw tons of people listing because their plan all along was let's put our property up for sale after spring break, after we're back from vacation. And then a lot of buyers on the other hand where that was when they hit their fatigue points. They were just like, you know what? Like screw it, I'm gonna go to, you know how many people I know that are in Mexico or Europe or something like that right now? It's wild. So you combine those two forces Along with the fact that we've seen interest rates increase. Now, we, we talk about rates all the time. I mean, everything is, is relative. There is an impact to the bottom line, but at the end of the day, most people can still afford it. However, that is still impactful for a lot of people. When they saw the average fixed rate loan in January was around 2.7, 2.8, right? That's a $462 payment on 100 grand. So $462, 100 grand. Those same people, if they waited until now, this is this is interesting, to today's fixed rates over 4%, you're looking at a monthly payment about 536 for every 100 grand. So quantifying that, basically, we're looking at another 65 to 70 bucks for every 100 grand as a borrower. 
So, you know, if you could afford $600,000 before, now you afford five hundred. dollars So I think there's a lot of factors at play, right? So we talked about fatigue, talked a little bit about, you know, market conditions. But again, the interest rate does have some consideration or has some impact. It was almost like the perfect storm, like really the perfect storm. And I know I jumped off your, your note about the investor, but we'll get back on that. I mean, I'll just touch on rates. I actually do think the rates do have a big impact here. And one of the reasons why... You know, we've we've definitely seen obviously sales have slowed down, and we started to see these you know this big shift in interest rates. It really kind of picked up in March, of course, right when that uh, when the last rate change happened with the with the federal government. And again, we're time stamping this, but it, like here, you know, you look at rates. It's it it is going to impact the market. That is like that is a tool that the government. It's one of the only tools the government has to really you know try to slow things down from the inflation side of things, and then of course that's going to impact the real estate market. But one thing that we got to keep in mind is that a lot of people have had rate holds, pre-approval rate holds in place. And so the last month and, and, and probably the next month, we're going to see more activity because those people are motivated to activate those rate holds, you know, and, and, and by the end of May, we'll probably see a lot of those rate holds will be gone. So, so from my side of things, and again, this, I'm just, this is my prediction and and for whatever it means, I do actually see a further slowdown in June and, and the summer months because of things, because of rates. I do believe that the rates will slow things down. It's just people naturally will slow down just because they see, okay, the rates are higher. Maybe this isn't the right time for me. But, but on the flip side of that, we've talked about this a lot like you've got to think about the first time home buyers or the people that just have they don't really have much to compare it to right so you know yeah okay on average fixed rates are 3.8 to 4.2 percent right now well what does a first time home buyer have to compare that to they yeah. don't know what a two and a half percent rate even is like that that that's totally irrelevant to them all they can do is compare that to rent which is a hundred percent interest so you know to to kind of you know, play devil's advocate here, it, it is going to impact the market to a degree, but there is still going to be a lot of buyers that have to buy and, and people are always going to need to buy real estate. And yeah. the problem here in, in our country is, is inventory. It, that is a, that is an issue. And as a country, we're not going to fix that anytime soon. Um, you know, rates again, like rates are going to have a, a, a positive impact on slowing the market down. Cause that's, again, that's the tool we haven't to use, but we need more inventory. We need to create more homes. And the only way we can do that is at the municipality level. And that, again, that is not a quick solution. That's a, you know, probably a decade solution if we start now and actually address it. So for, again, like what I see is I do see a slowdown, further slowdown, but I don't see our housing crashing by any means, like not even okay. close. Well, let's just quickly riff on opportunities in the down, quote unquote, down market. So first and foremost, if you're at a, if you're trying to qualify for a fixed rate loan right now, you're probably qualifying for less than you could. So definitely make sure you're aware of that because you can qualify for a variable and you can qualify for probably 10% more, like crazy difference right now, depending on the length of the term and amortization. Remember, stress test rate is at five and a quarter percent. And if you're taking a four, if five year fixed at four and a half percent, you're stressed at six, six and a half percent. So it's a huge difference in how much you qualify for, right? So that's the first thing. Remember that when you're when you're thinking about qualifying and where you're at. The second thing right now, we talked a little bit about opportunities. Anytime we're going into a down market, as as myself as an investor, I know you are the same way on this, is I'm actually making sure, and we're gonna talk about this, we're getting our money ready. 
we're, we're all, well, I mean, <laughs> probably already there. I'm, I'm going to talk about your personal situation, but most of our clients, we've been talking about this for a while, is get access to that new equity in your home. You don't want to over leverage yourself, but get access to it because of a few things. One, if the market shifts, A, you will not be able to get access to money if your home devalues. And then, you know, B, lenders are not as likely to give you that extra capital for an investment. Just because you have 80% equity in your home doesn't mean they're just going to give it to you. You need to have a good reason. And when they see the housing market shift, just like any other business, they start to change their rules and their guidelines. So, um, so yeah, number one would be as someone who is a homeowner, if you're thinking about uh, opportunities in the market and you wanted to get invested, now's the time to buy and hold. Like over the next three to six months, you want to get that ready. And so we'll start off with that. And we'll talk, we're going to talk about this a little bit here because uh, try and keep this short but uh, we want to recommend that most people consider looking at their current mortgage and seeing do they have a home equity line of credit or do they have a readvanceable mortgage which is where you can pay down the principal and see the line of credit increase if you don't have that and you've considered the possibility of investing and that is actually should be clear this is not just for investors but we're talking to you right now if you don't have that type of product you definitely want to be looking into seeing if you can get access to that because again, that opens up your equity that's available in your home. And as you pay down the principal loan amount, you can borrow back that money. And of course, if Dean's you know prediction holds true and we see June be a slow month because everybody and their dog is out on the, on the lake and enjoying life, which you should be doing, um, well, guess what? You can strike on those properties. And remember, real estate's a buy and hold. We're not trying to time the market. We're trying to buy and we're trying to hold. So we've talked about this a lot, like for anyone that's looking to refinance, to pull out equity, to purchase another home, or to your point, you know, access it through a line of credit. These things should always be done before you go and buy. But to your point, this should be done now for two main reasons. One, you may be able to qualify for more, or you will be able to qualify for more if you, if you choose a variable rate versus a fixed rate because of the qualifying rate, to your point. Could, that could change. I mean, I, I could totally see the government change. I mean, there's, there's been no talks about that, but it is a bit of an unfair advantage right now for a variable rate customer. So we could see that change. So act on that. Take advantage of that now. Two, the value of your home is likely at its peak, right, for, for, for this current year and, and maybe for the foreseeable future. So by refinancing, you're getting an appraisal today and your value is substantiated today. And that's what your home equity line of credit would be based off of or your refinance is that value fast forward a month two months the value of your home could slightly drop i mean we're not predicting a crash by any means but it could go down slightly so again accessing this now makes so much sense and to your point shoring up this is essentially just shoring up your resources so you can take advantage of these opportunities it, it just makes so much sense to me and in it and to get into a personal situation that's exactly what i'm doing so let's just quickly summarize that Again, if we're in a market where we're seeing prices decline, you want to obviously look at seeing if you can get access to your primary uh, or any of your properties for that matter's equity. You can do that through a, three to a few different avenues. One of those is a mortgage with a home equity line of credit. Another one is just a mortgage in general. Maybe you have you know debts that you're carrying or you can't qualify for the home equity line of credit product. There are some other solutions outside of that. But again, a real quick little strategy conversation here before we, we try to keep this short and drive time here. So a couple of real, real quick thoughts on this going forward. Should we be worried long term? Dean, your thoughts on that? I don't think so at all. I, I, I really don't. And, and just to our points that we've already mentioned, I, I, we have bigger issues than just interest rates in, in this country. And it's clearly an inventory issue. And immigration is going to pick up in a big way. We know that. And that's just going to bring more buyers. And people have to buy. 
And I, I, I mean, I wasn't going to touch on this topic, but I will just touch on it for a second here. Divorce rates are through the roof. People are getting separated for obvious reasons. And that is going to force people to not only sell, but have to buy. And so there's a lot of factors here that will just force people to buy. There will always be buyers. And as long as we have buyers, our market will be sustainable. And it, to, be, to be honest, that we need this right now. We just we need a bit of a balance here. It, it's been way off balance for way too long. And and these are good things. And this isn't we're not predicting a crash. This is this truly is a good thing. And I do believe that this is sustainable. And this is this is how real estate should be, really. Like we've been we've been lost. In, in, and I think a lot of professionals in our industry would would agree. We've been pretty, pretty lost in the last 18 months with what's been going on. It's not been normal whatsoever. Yeah, we should be going up and down rolling hills uh, with eventual increase as opposed to a hockey stick, as we mentioned right there. So quick little tips here for those, uh, you know, thinking about what the heck do I do? OK, so if you have a home and you have potential equity, whether you carry debt or whether you've even thought about getting access to that for the purposes of investing or anything else or you want to protect yourself, Talk to you know someone, hopefully us, to see if we can get you access to that equity. You don't have to necessarily borrow it or pay for it up front. You can open it up. Uh, second consideration, if you're worried, like we talked about, rising interest rates a few times, hey, protect yourself in a few different ways. Number one, adjust your budget accordingly. I just mentioned for every hundred grand, that's about a $60 difference in your payments compared to where it was a year ago. So go look at your current loan, and if you want to balance it out, say $60 times however much money that you, you borrow. So if you're borrowing 500 grand, Go and increase your payments by 300 bucks. I know it sounds crazy. You don't have to go up by $300, but you know maybe maybe even half of that. But adjust your payments, whether you're fixed or variable. It's going to protect you. Another big thing is keep your heads cool, guys. Uh, interest rates. We talked about this. We talked about this in the last podcast. I don't want to riff on this for too long, but they go up and they go down. I know it sounds corny as hell, but it is what it is. Rates go up and they come back down typically in two-year peaks. So remember that. Uh, and last but not least, as Dean mentioned, real estate is going to continue to be one of the most coveted assets for Canadians for a variety of reasons, including the fact that no matter what you think about the political environment, people want to come to our country and they're coming en masse. And when those people can buy, this is not foreign buyers here. These are people immigrating to the country. They can still buy, by the way. Um, that when they come, guess what? They want to own real estate. Historically speaking, people have wanted to, and I talk to people like this all day long. To Dean's point, six months from now, nobody will even remember what the rates were, were six months from before. And so again, all those buyers that we're talking about are back in the marketplace. So you have a potential opportunity. If you're going to buy and you're going to hold for, you know, three, five, seven years, you're going to do great. You're going to do fantastic. Some of the most most intelligent investors uh, that I know buy in these types of environments because they're seeing other people walk away. And that's the last thing I'll leave you with is before, so six months ago, four months ago, there was just such a limited amount to choose from. You just had to pick whatever was available, not knowing when this would actually happen. Now, on the bright side, yeah, you might be paying more for a year or two years from an interest cost perspective, but the cost of the unit and the actual unit you're getting or house or, or land or whatever it is, you get to pick one that you want now. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> yeah, and you can actually do it properly with a home inspection, with subject to financing, actually take your time and do the proper due diligence that you should do. So the, the, again, we are getting it back into normal market. <laughs> this is what's called normal real estate markets, right? To be able to actually act like this. But just, I think the biggest point that I just wanna hone in on that you just mentioned is is this is a five to seven year plan at a minimum, right? Like where you, you are gonna do well if you look at this as a long-term play. And I mean, five to seven years is not a long-term play, but it's a lot longer than one or two months. Like you can't just look at this in six month snapshots, right? Um, this is a long-term play. And as long as you, you know, you're purchasing real estate for the long-term vision, 
um, you are going to do well. You will do well here. Absolutely. Listen, we're going to continue to talk about real estate investing, lots of opportunities. Uh, we've got um, more and more guests coming up in the next few weeks. Guys, shoot us some messages over to our Instagram page at the YBR Remo Show at Thrive Mortgage Co. We'd love to hear more from you and what you'd like to see on the show. Uh, aside from that, guys, I hope you have a fantastic day, fantastic drive, and let us know what you think about the new format. See you soon. <laughs>